Why do we do it? Why do we watch horror films and read horror novels and play horror video games? Stick around. Pain. Not the pain. The pain of being dead. I can feel myself rot. It's reading right, man. Look, you're not reading it right. Um. Again. <laughs> Welcome home, everybody. It's uh, your favorite video <laughs> dread podcast. I'm Daniel. I'm Dustin. And I'm Andy. Your favorite? There's only one. The... There's got to be like one more out there. It's like an English one that we don't know about. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. They deal with like pounds and like Dewey Decimals. <laughs> yep. And uh, milliliters. we're definitely not the your favorite uh, horror podcast so but here we are we gotta be to somebody 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 in russia or uh belgium thank you guys for listening yeah thank you so much we'll send you a um a dustin yeah dustin's address we'll is street why'd you how do you remember that fuck take that <laughs> i was like is this right feel free to send uh, Daniel something. Thank you very much. What about me? I don't get harassed. What the fuck? I don't know your we address. Don't, we don't. He moved. Ah. He moved away. I have your old address in my thing. Um, I can look through my text there. and find uh, your current. Uh, oh no! Wait. You, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. I don't have your new new. I don't think. New new. We are going to go on a little adventure this week. A or, trip into our past. Yeah, a trip into our past. Come journey with us to past conventions that we've been to. We have some we have some really cool stories about meeting celebrities, and then we also have really fun, weird embarrassing stories. Yeah, yeah. Awkward. Yeah, awkward. Awkward, awkward, awkward is a better word. This yes. is gonna be very embarrassing for each one of us. I it's refuse really, to be embarrassed. I'm going to be proud and happy even if it's uh, awful, or if it's something that I said or did or did. Yeah, I'm gonna um, go with it. Yeah, like fuck that. I'm leaning full all into it because we're taking you on a journey through uh, convention stories. Uh, all three of us have been con- uh, attending the same convention since 2012. Shout, shout out Mad Monster Party, Charlotte. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes and- South Carolina. Sometimes Concord, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bump so nowhere. Yeah, all three of us have have done this, and it's it was our it was our it was our special thing that we all look forward to. And yeah. it was it was usually it just happened on Saturday night. We would drive there, and this was when I was living in North Carolina, and we would drive there for the day, and stay there, and have like the best fucking time ever with like the coolest fucking people and come back um, obscenely hungover the next day. And broke from buying all kinds of dumb shit that we should. Super broke. Yes. Super duper broke. Very. 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 Um, Let's set this up a little bit. Um, So, yeah, it's in Charlotte. It's Mad Monster Party. They do stuff all over the country. Wonderful. Uh, I've had nothing but nice things to say about that organization. I don't know about you guys. 
I mean, obviously, I wish they would get different guests, but that's not up to them necessarily. And I don't know. I think it's set up right. We've had some hotel, some specific hotels that were not conducive to a convention. No, not at all. <laughs> but once again, I don't think that's up to them. They they throw it together how they can. Anyway, Charlotte, drive down from Winston. Early Saturday morning. Early Saturday morning. McDonald's for breakfast almost always. No, no, no. You and you and Andy would stop before you got to my house and get fucking McDonald's. Well, and there was I one time like, I specifically remember we, I? you took us to McDonald's. I Andy, don't even remember the McDonald's. I remember coffee. that. And we would we would head down and about Salisbury or somewhere, maybe earlier, we would always stop for beer. And one of the things that we do at Mad Monster is we try to match the beer with the hotel serving that way we can kind of blend in when we have bottles we'll get to how we carry this around later but we I mean, always we stop could. at a gas station and we try to get bud light or budweiser no it's, um, it, it, it yeah, used to it, be bud light and then bud it's in bottles make sure you get bottles always bottles hotels always do bottles uh, i will say yeah, another thing that's really funny is Either some way halfway there, as soon as we get to the hotel, Daniel realizes he's forgot something very crucial. For oh yeah, him. this is something. His, his fucking uh, fan, his little box fan that helps him sleep. Hey man, I'm not alone here. I, sure. I, I mean, I, I get no. it. I feel the same way. I gotta have certain uh, the, implements with me. There is a point once we get there, and we, we've gone around the convention once or twice, and I'm like. Dude, I gotta find a target. I've we did. Get a we we box scoured. No, it, it happens at, multiple multiple times. Yeah, it's yeah. happened. I would say at least four times, yeah. three to four times. Yep. So, yeah. So basically, everything else, we just get to the hotel. We wait around. We leave all our shit in the car. We usually have to park. We can't even park at the own hotel. Oh, you can't even check into the hotel yet. Right. Yeah. 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 You can't park at the hotel you're staying at because yeah so we have to walk through these, up this hill through some hedges and yeah shit. <laughs> it's fucking atrocious yeah at some point one of us falls or something yeah. lose it gets very dirty at least so i don't know should we go andy let's go ahead and go with the target walk hammer story no this, this was this the i thought we were going to hickory tavern that doesn't I matter think we were going to well, everything is usually within about walking distance because we're kind of the, depending the on where where which hotel they have this shit at. Yeah, like, it, it's like a side downtown, kind of in the middle of it. Uh, everything and there's usually like restaurants and stores just all around us within walking distance. And then you know we've all been drinking, so we're not really driving anywhere. Like we kind of park the car and then that's it for us for the rest yeah. of the day until the next day. So but, we were we were either walking to Target or we were walking to Hickory Tavern. Because it was in the same shopping center. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. That that is right. And so we're walking over there and we're walking around this bin. And it's like the the place where it's at, it's kind of in this it was like a weird shitty underpass underneath a bridge yeah. and it was like uh be daniel dustin and charlie was there and charlie this was, was at this one yeah this was uh this was actually my first year that i went <clears throat> and so we're going around the corner and it's kind of like raining and there's just this fucking hammer laying in the road and it's got like shit on it like it looks like it's got like blood on it and i can't remember if it was like dustin or you and it I was, was like, look at the, I was like, it's a fucking hammer in the road. You're going to get out. I was like, don't touch it. That's the fucking evidence. And it's got like yeah. blood on it. It looked like it had blood on it. And yeah. me being a person who likes to fix things and likes tools, I was like, damn, it's like a free hammer. And Andy was like, no, dude, 
Don't touch that shit. It's evidence. It, did you do you remember that hammer? I barely remember that. It looked like it had hair and blood on it. I felt yeah, like it that. Had, it, no, when we when we came back, it was gone. But the the blood remnants remained. Like it had <laughs> fucking like it had blood on it because that was like somebody got smashed and then somebody was just lazy and left it. It's a fucking Cannibal Corpse song, Downtown exactly. Charlotte. George Fisher was in Downtown Charlotte, fucking smashing in heads. He was on his way to the Hickory Tavern too, <laughs> to eat a shitty chicken fish tender taco. Meal. <laughs> yeah, whatever it may be. Chicken tenders and fried pickle tacos. Yum yum. So usually when we're at these conventions, if you've never been, they're basically giant vendor booths with celebrities sprinkled in, depending on their popularity. And there might be multiple rooms. Usually there is multiple rooms because there's so many vendors and so many celebrities. It's like a maze almost of it is of crazy shit. You start down like one hallway that has all the booze and then you end up in one room that has like all like one room of like nothing but vendors. They might have a cup like more of the minor celebrities to me sprinkled in there. And then there's the big hall that has like Lay down in rectangle form, like uh, along the outline of it, the bigger names. Yeah, and you just snake in and out of the vendors through these tables and stuff. And when he says, like, you know, smaller celebrities, he means people like the woman who played Captain Howdy in the flash scene of The Exorcist, or. Uh, who else? Like the, uh, Ogre the, the, from Skinny Puppy, <laughs> or, yeah, or Wednesday, like Wednesday yeah, Thirteen. Yeah, he's oh, he's God, always man. in a corner. He's always in a corner somewhere. You're like, oh yeah, can you, you move? I, I got I have to pee. Excuse me. Yeah, I was gonna say the guy who played the small version of Toxie. You know, people like that. Oh yeah, Mel- yeah, yeah. Melvin, Marvin, Melvin, Melvin, Melvin. Um, and then there's some fucking crazy celebrities, like. I don't know. People I think are crazy, like Linda Blair. Oh, well, they've been big, like William Shatner. Rutger Hauer. Bruce Campbell, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, there's been some wrestling ones. Oh, a lot of wrestling. This is a wrestling-centric convention. Yeah, it's like Sergeant Slaughter was there, uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Ric Flair, because Charlotte, he's Nate Kevin Nash. Yeah, I was going to say Andy's favorite. Kevin Nash. I did. Kevin Nash. He was so big. He was sitting down and he was bigger than me. Like yeah. taller than me. <laughs> he seemed like a really nice dude. He was yeah. so cool. I love Kevin Nash. I follow him on Instagram. He's great. Oh, the biggest and the best uh, story celebrity wise. We're going to talk about our favorite celebrities who we've met later. But a couple of my favorite incidents with celebrities <coughs> is oh. riding the elevator with Elvira and her bodyguard. Do you remember that? No, you. I mean, kinda. I might have gone up to the room by myself or with somebody else, but it standing next to this woman, it was insane, man. I mean, you know, she has her red hair, and not her like beehive thing, but I she was, was in like, her Cassandra form, right, Cassandra. I, it was the biggest nerd out moment, and I, it took everything in me to just shut up and just ride the elevator and then glance at her from the corner of my eye the whole time. None of you guys weren't with me. No, there? I wasn't with you. Like that was the that was the first bad hotel one we were at. Um, uh, I don't know where I was at. I think I was looking. I think I was upstairs, or I was because that's when I was texting you to meet uh, meet me down at the um, 
at the the hotel bar. And you were like, dude, I was like, what the fuck? And for some reason in my mind, it was like, y'all were on an escalator or something. I can't remember. But yeah, so it was definitely an elevator. Yeah. So you lucky asshole. I don't remember, but we have met Elvira before. Yeah, we had took a picture with her. She was really nice. Very brief, though. Just like, oh, hey, guys. I love your hair, Dustin. Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah, My yeah, life is over now. That's not what... She, we walked up super nervous and giddy, and it was... She was in front of a green screen in her costume and walked up. You, She said something to you I can't remember, and then she looked at me, and she said, oh, wow, hair. <laughs> and then we took a picture with her, and we're like, hee and she, she's like... Thank you, boys. Bye. Yeah. Oh, God. It was amazing. Oh, that's right. Y'all did do the photo op. Bastards. Because y'all had to stand in that super fucking crazy long line. And I was outside. And that's when I saw Tom Atkins walk outside and smoke a cigarette. And I almost started crying. <laughs> I will say that those lines, when I think about them, are not worth it. But I really enjoyed being whisked through and taking a photograph that line for Elvira was nothing to compare to that one I stood in line once for like three hours to meet Robert England it it was a photo op it was free for me so I had you know had to do I was so hungover it sucked but he was really cool I got to strangle him (laughs) fuck that it's like the first time I met Kane Hodder he picked me up and I was actually being he was actually strangling me and I started like black out a little bit I'm like well I'm about to die it's fine here I go cool death yeah, I know. Totally worth it. If, like, if I die like this, I, it's fine. I may be the butt of some of these stories, and I don't care because you no, know. we're all the butt of some of these stories. Yeah, we're, Andy, we, Andy yeah. you brought up the bar. You brought up the hotel bar, and we might as well just jump into. Well, the wait, hotel wait, wait. Bar. I need to tell my awkward celebrity interaction story really quick because okay. it's one of the better ones. So there was one convention uh, that we went to. It, I'm pretty sure it was just me and Daniel for this one. Were da- you there for the Danny Glover, Andy? Yes! That was the, the first one that I went to. Oh, I don't remember you being there. But um, Wow. <laughs> uh, so it was a Predator Predator 2 reunion with Gary Busey and Danny Glover and anyways Daniel and I are walking through this crowd of people and I feel someone put their hand on my shoulder and like say excuse me buddy or something and as they're walking on my like my hair gets ripped out of my fucking head and i'm like what the fuck and i turn around and it's gary Busey. that dude is tall as fuck he was wearing a like a gold ring on every finger and his fucking hand i had uh the rings i got caught in my hair and he just ripped my hair and kept walking i was like oh shit you're gary Busey," and he just kept on walking i thought he like, said something to you because i was standing with you if he said something to me uh, i can't remember what it was but i was like you know because i was kind of pissed like fuck that it did hurt and i was yeah. like what the fuck but that's kind of funny there was another time we were all, like andy i don't know who it was someone was outside smoking a cigarette and i walked back inside because it was cold as fuck outside these conventions are normally around my birthday they're in about mid-february and so I wa- it's Feb- February 19th is his birthday. His address is 221. <laughs> <laughs> Social security number 2. Phone two- <laughs> like, number phone number is um so I was trying to, I walked back inside because I was freezing and as I'm opening up the door uh Danny Treo's walking out. Oh and shit. And I was yeah. like, "Oh shit, you're Danny Treo." Oh. And he and he was like, "Yeah." And just kept on going. Why, and he was why like, do you say and, that to everybody? He, why are you just like, "Hey, you're you." He was in an all suede tracksuit. That <laughs> is not surprising. Yeah, that's when we were out front of the hotel. That was me smoking out front. Okay. Well, I couldn't remember. Yeah. It, like cuz you don't smoke anymore, right? No, no. None of us smoke anymore. Never have. All right. Well, those are 
Yeah, and then we have like a funny, weird one where we went to Hickory Tavern again, and oh, yes. Jake Busey and what's her name from Jordan Ladd. Yeah, they were eating together. You know, it's like fun to see some of these celebrities like hanging out with each other when they're not like signing stuff or at the panels. And then there's another one, Daniel. You, uh, you and Andy should probably tell this one. I just witnessed it, but there was one year where they went heavy on the wrestling stuff, and there was like this hotel bar. Um, where people were either like eating oh it was also a restaurant um it was pretty good too um either people were eating or grabbing a drink and there was this goth guy cosplay goth girl two wrestling punk assholes that kept like they were at a both of them were separately at two-seater tables and the dudes kept trying to holler at the girl and, you know, just being really disrespectful. Right in front of the dude. And the dude yeah. was like, this is my girlfriend. Stop talking to her. And they're like, and they're like yeah, right. baby. And we're yeah. like, wow. Like, what the fuck even? So eventually, you know, the guy fucking had enough, went to swing on the dudes, a glass broke, and Ken Forey and Heather Lagenkamp are in there. Uh, and the camp runs off to the yeah. back room. Yep. Yeah, and it's funny because Ken Forey was like, Heather, where are you going? You scared? He's like, he's yeah. like damn, Heather. <laughs> and he's just standing there right beside us, just drinking. And also, yep. Ken Faree is like nine feet tall. And Daniel yeah, tried to get involved. <laughs> That's the Dude, thing he, that... He turned into a bouncer. It was like the best thing ever. Daniel, like, got involved, like, grabbed hands on him, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, and, all like, I remember is, was everywhere. All I remember is Andy's hand on my shoulder, like, man, no. No, and I was like, like, there was, was other like, people family, getting. Man, you're not getting paid for this. There, there was but, other people getting. It was already broken up before it even really got started. Yeah, you know? but I, dude, I felt for that dude. Oh that was no, I understand. Blatantly disrespectful, and I felt like everybody should have just pummeled those two dudes. No, fuck those dudes. It was for such, real. It was I, the I, most I'm not, disrespectful I, shit I've ever I'm seen. I'm not saying if you had done something, it wouldn't have been justified because it totally would have, and I get it. But at the same time, you know, it was like. There was already other people jumping in to end that altercation. Plus, we were had been drinking for a long time. This is towards the end of the night or in the afternoon. I, I, it was in the afternoon. No, this was yeah. like like nine o'clock, ten o'clock at night. Really? I thought it was early. I thought it was about no, midday. no, no. It was nighttime because the convention was over, and oh, that's when right. we were like, because we weren't staying at the hotel. We were at the bad. We were. This is like the bad hotel. The funniest part about that is, is that. Daniel got involved, but also how fast Heather Lingenkamp fucked off. I mean, yes. she was gone. Like she was running. Like she had. She was like, on the other side of it. She wasn't even close to. What like she had like a pound of dope taped to her leg, and she was like, "I gotta go." <laughs> They're fucking. They found me. Like she I, was gone. I feel like she was really close to us because I I remember looking over and being like, "Holy shit, we're standing this close yeah. to Heather Langenkamp and Ken Forey," and it was cool. Anyway. Yeah, I met, I met Ken Forey that year. I think he was the only person, the only celebrity I did meet. And you I, always give people shit about what they don't have there, right? I was I was bummed he didn't have any Keenan and Kel <laughs> headshots photographed, but I did get uh, Dawn of the Dead. The reason I bring that up is because yeah, hey, Dustin said it to Leah Thompson. Yeah, Daniel, we stood. That was like the one of the longest lines I recall standing in was to meet Leah Thompson from Back to the Future. And, and she was super nice. We were drunk, dirt, but this was probably like 1 p.m. Pretty day drunk. And uh, Daniel got a Howard the Duck signature. Yeah, yeah. I went her. there and I was like, you know, Back to the Future, everything. She's known for Back to the but Future. But Howard the Duck, though, that I was fucking wanted, rad. 
I wanted Howard the Duck because that movie fucked me up as a kid, and I need some proof. It that teaches I met you her. about alien interspecies erotica, if anything. <laughs> yes. It makes it's okay, and also that aliens, also. I mean, I love her. Back to the Future, obviously, is a classic in our generation, but yeah. Well, like, so Daniel got something from her, and she basically was like, oh, did you want something? And I was like, well, I was going to get something, but you don't have any uh, any pictures from uh, the Beverly Hillbillies movie. <laughs> and she said... I like that's where you went to, the Beverly going, Hillbillies movie. He's going even deeper cut than I did. You ain't got nothing, no Jim Barney stories or nothing? Oh my God, I wish... But oh she God. was really cool, and she just said a line to me from that movie, which is, well, you know, well, you know, a penis is hard to find. In the movie, she's a French tutor, and she says... A penis is hard to find. A penis. Happiness. Happiness. Happiness is hard to find. It was amazing, dude. Yeah, super nice. And we both, it was like funny because we both looked at each other. We're like, ah! And it was like, I don't, I didn't even feel my legs move, but we somehow walked away. (laughs) I just felt like we held that, ah! (laughs) Like a vibrated across the floor. Dude. Oh, I remember. God, uh, I'm getting lost in the sauce, man. Yeah, we're all. It, this is going to be all over the place because it's so. This is so fun, and it's hard to remember all of them. But uh, I can't remember this actor's name. But Andy, I remember you standing like several feet away from uh, the guy from Road Warrior, Vernon Wells. Yeah, you came with you, me. I was like, because yeah, Daniel you, left, and I was like, you have to come with me to do this because I have to do but this. You, I'm scared out of my mind. You stood so far away from him, you're like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm like, dude, go fucking talk to him. And he was signing this one dude had brought, like, knives. He was like, signing a commando and poster. Yeah. No, he, he, and this, he was signing knives and swords yeah. and shit oh, yeah, this that's one right. dude brought. And finally you went over there. But that was one that I definitely remember you being, like, you were, like, kind of shaking over that one. Dude, because I love that dude. Like, he was, like, one of the first villains that I was ever introduced to, like, by my dad. And I remember... Like I'm, I walked into him and met him and he's enormous and he's very Australian. And I don't even remember what I said to him. I was, I said like, hello, I don't fucking know. Like I, I probably started like making farting sounds in my mouth and like, I got him to sign it. And like, he was like, I picked the, 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 the road warrior picture to, to sign. And he was like, what do you want me to say? And I was like, I don't know. You could put down, eat my ass on it if, if you want to. And then he, he looked at me and he pointed at me. And he looked at me in the eyes and he says, you can run, but you can't hide. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and he just wrote it down <laughs> on the thing. And then I grabbed it and then I got a picture with him. And he's so fucking cool. He's very fucking nice. And also very large. Large. Yeah, very he, he, large. he was wrestler size. That's what he reminded yeah, me of. When he's I, still a big dude. I think we should talk about the other one that got Andy shook. Was it Lita Ford? Lita Ford. Oh, that was okay. Um, that the other one that had Andy shook was Lita Ford, and I was there to witness it and take yes, pictures. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. So, yeah, uh, this was the the first one that we went to, 2012, 2013, and Lita Ford was going to be there. That was an yep. epic year is what you're yeah, saying that was, to me. Yeah, that was, that was actually, like, my favorite uh, convention, one of the best times I've ever had in my entire life to this day. Yeah. Um, so the roster was full. It was like fucking everybody. It was like Lita Ford was there. Fucking Gunnar Hansen was there. Kane Hodder. Fucking, I can't even remember. So many people. It was It was like a, It was was like like so much for my eyes to be my first one. So I went there and I was like, cool. I was like, I gotta meet, I gotta meet like Lita Ford and I gotta meet Gunnar Hansen. And so like I go up to Lita Ford and of course like I'm a child of the 80s. And of course I'm, my first crush was like Lita Ford and Elvira. 
and like th those were like the things that set off my sexuality as a as a young boy in the eighties. <laughs> um, you so should see I, his fetishes, y'all. It, it's pretty great. My search history is uh, it makes my computer vibrate. It's so fucked up. Um, so like I, I, me and Daniel will walk up to her, and she's like signing like all these guitars, and I'm looking at her. I'm like, that's fucking Lita Ford. Like this fucking Lita Ford, like the Runaways and like everything. And I was, yeah, like, I was gonna say shit. that she's she's been in the Runaways. She's a huge uh, part of rock and roll history. She is extremely crucial. To, she's not um, just the girl who sang with Ozzy for a lot of people. No, who, that wasn't anything. No, it was yeah. like it's like her whole thing. She's like I'm the girl with the bitching guitar. That's like her whole yeah. thing. She's always said that since she was in the Runaways. Um. So yeah, we walk up to her and. And I'm like very nervous, and I'm I, all of a sudden like I get about two people before me, and I turn into like I'm I'm eight years old again, and I get like the wiggly arms and the wiggle legs. And I wanted to turn to Daniel, I'm like let's just leave, let's just go, let's just go sit in the car, <laughs> let's just go sit in the car and watch YouTube videos because I can't do it. And he's like, okay, we gotta do this. So I walk up to her, and I look at her, and I'm in front of Lita Ford, and Lita Ford says, "Hey, how are you? What's your name?" And I said, "Hey, Lita Ford." <laughs> and that was it. And then you just. You got and, a picture with her and an autograph, though. No, I did not get an autograph. Oh, you just um, got the picture. I think it was because a lot of uh, celebrities have, you know, bring your own, bring whatever it's signed. And I, this was like my first experience, so I didn't know what to do. So I think it was like 20 bucks for uh, a picture, like 10 bucks for a picture, something like that. So I just wanted a picture. And she, I got, I came behind the, I came behind the table um, and put my arm around her but i had my arm around her kind of like hovering because i didn't know what to do i didn't know what to do i didn't know the etiquette <laughs> i'm touching lita ford like i'm touching like a thing in history and i'm like i don't know what to do and she said you can put your arm around me and i'm like okay and then so like my fingers like touched her better shoulder and i was like i'm so getting laid right now it's happening this is what it's like this is, <laughs> this is, i'm rock and roll history right now it's happening and like my pictures are probably the worst pictures the worst smile i've ever taken in my life because I was beyond nervous, and I was just kind of like, eh. almost, almost every convention picture I have is the worst picture I've ever. Yeah, taken. I hate it. Like I, I regret it so much. But I met her, and I said, "Hey, Lita Ford," and that was it. And, and the rest I walked was away. History. The rest was history. And I remember I saw her uh, walking around the convention like later that night, and it was like I want to put my hand over my face, like I'm not that, I'm not that dude, I'm not that guy. Um, the second, the best, the other best one from that convention was when I met Gunnar Hansen. So at the time, Gunnar Hansen, you know, he's an old guy, you know, rest in peace. And so me and Daniel really wanted to meet him. And well, I'll <laughs> say I had met him before at like a haunted house. Uh, I guess it was Woods of Terror. Oh, yeah. The one in Greensboro. That's where I met uh, Kane yeah. Hodder at. They were always yeah. in the trailer at the end. Yeah, that weird, they called it a museum, but it was literally an outbuilding with a bunch of shit in it. Yeah, it just had like tons of shit. One, the time I went out there, they had like the Dead Man's Chest from Pirates of the Caribbean 2 in it. It was really weird. Yeah. So like Gunnar Hansen is just this old dude sitting at a table. And I didn't really know what to do. I'm like, okay, well, I just need to go and you know say hey to Gunnar Hansen. And so like me and Daniel are like walking past him. And I remember... Oh, yeah. when you're when you're when, when you're not new when you're new to this you don't really know how to approach a celebrity because you're looking at this person and it's someone who you it's it, you're idolized like you're 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 full-on fanboying out and that's okay 
and sometimes it does kind of like take you back you're like this is the person who i've been watching on you know, in movies this is my favorite actor actress music, whatever you know like this whole big thing and it starts to become real you're like i mean granted like they might not remember you at all but you're gonna remember this forever and it could go right poorly or it could go wonderfully and we've also got stories of it going badly and so like i walk up to gunner hansen and this is after me and Daniel are walking past him and each me and Daniel both have uh, leather face tattoos. Mine I have on the side of my body, which and I have the, up my they're shirt. The, they're the same. Yeah, they're the same. It's the the, the classic tilted head, you know, as he's coming forward. out the door kind of. Yeah. yeah. And so and, Daniel's has got his on his on his leg, a lower leg on his cap. <laughs> and we're walking past and I don't know whether if it was you or if it was me that suggested this. Like, I don't know should... why this is so embarrassing to me right now, but it kind of is. Because no, no, no. We're, it we're... feels like when you're in middle school and you say stupid shit and you remember it, or you're like around a girl and they make you feel weird and you say dumb things and you're like, man, I should not have said things like that. That's what it yeah. reminds me of. But go ahead. No, but it, but it was really great. And I, like I said, I don't know whether it was you or me that suggested that we do this, but we were going to walk past him slowly and show him our tattoos. So that means that you were going to walk past him lifting up your pant leg, and then I was going to walk up past him lifting up my entire shirt to show him the side of my body, my nude body. And this was supposed to be, he was going to go, that's really cool. And so we did <laughs> not do that because we weren't ejected from the, the hotel. But yeah, so oh I did meet God. him and it was really weird. And I started firing off at him like really quickly about like, oh my God, gonna ask you, you're so fucking rad. I remember I saw a text chain some master when I was like nine years old and it was like the coolest thing ever. You're like the cool, you're, you're shit right. And he was like staring at me like, okay. And he, I remember he was like shaking his head going, okay, all right, all right. Oh, okay, all right. I'm like, I'm gonna get out of your hair right now because this is a lot. If I can get an autograph and a picture, I will be on my way. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, I was like on, I was like a kid on Ritalin, dude. I was just like, gum, 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 gum. you know, it's funny. Like he looks like a B version of Michael McDonald. He really <laughs> does. Full on white hair, white beard, like a lighter version of Michael McDonald. Yeah, chains, chains all be there. He's wear, be there. <laughs> he's um, he, he was like, he always wears like the those panama jack button up like he's a very uh, comfortable looking man yeah, which, with khaki like cargo pants and shit yeah. yeah i'm surprised he just hasn't donned his entire outfit from like hollywood chainsaw hookers with like the cape and like all the the vestments and shit i would that, do that that guy definitely visits um oh margarita uh, paradise <laughs> margarita <laughs> he's all of him gunner hansen's drunk out of his money he won't leave margaritaville <laughs> Pina the police, they won't come you know what's funny is when you said burger cheeseburger in paradise that's the first thing i thought the restaurant was named too and i was like that cannot be the name no of i was the trying restaurant. to remember <laughs> you know club dread it was uh pina colada bird instead oh, yeah. of <laughs> margarita so he stole it from me andy you weren't here for this sad. it was a saturday and well actually it was a friday and i texted Dustin and i said dude look at this shit i saw on facebook clive barker is gonna be in charlotte for this convention it was daniel's birthday too clive barker was going to be at days of the dead in charlotte unfortunately for us for some reason days of the dead was not promoted well in our area which we live an hour north of charlotte and i was fucking shocked because clive barker to tony me, todd was there too tony todd yeah there's a bunch of people i'm gonna get into those but i was shocked that 
we didn't know about it because we're very much in the convention. You know, we always are looking for the conventions around here. Especially and, with Clive fucking Barker. God yeah, damn. He's, 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 he's like a, he would be up there with uh, Dario Argento, you know? So we haul ass down there to the point where I take my whole family. At this point, it's just my oldest daughter and my wife, Dustin and I. We go. And who's there? None other than the beautiful, the talented Katie Featherston. Oh, yeah, I forgot. From Paranormal Param- Activity. Paranormal Activity fame. So I- I'll tell you about this. Yeah, go ahead. Daniel passed by this booth. That table. Yeah, I can't remember the, the, the male star's name. Micah. Mika, yeah, Mika, Micah. What's whatever. his real name? Micah. Micah? Yeah, that's his they, real name, yeah. They okay. named them okay. after themselves. All right. yeah. Well, they were both there. Daniel really wanted that autograph. I so, wanted Katie's autograph, yeah. and I didn't want to turn down Micah's auto- yeah, autograph. Yeah, so I told him for his birthday, because it was expensive. It was 50 bucks a person. Yeah. So I told him for his birthday I would pay for one. At one point, Dustin, every time we would pass by it, Dustin would be like, just do it. And she'd be like... Daniel, just go. You both would be giving me shit. Like, well, I, I don't know how many times we. There was this was not a big Seven, convention. Eight. There was nobody there. Nobody. Not no real vendors. It was very open. Yeah. So it's like at a certain point, it's getting weird that we're walking by so many times. It's like uh, it's kind of like shit or get off the pot because this is they definitely know. Like we're fucking circling the water here because like, there's nobody coming to their table. Like they keep either. locking eyes with you, and you start to feel real weird. And you're like, yeah. Uh. Yep. So I finally get the balls after my wife and Dustin push me, tell me, go ahead and do it, just do it. I was like, fine, I'll get both of their autographs. And I get the picture. I think that's in the movie that was hidden upstairs. The one that's like it falls off the wall or something. Yeah, or it's yeah, it's they, them on vacation, vacation or something yeah. together. I get them both to sign it. Micah's very kind, and she's very kind, and I go to shake Micah's hand, and I'm so fucking nervous, man. I I don't know why. I go to shake Micah's hand. I shake his hand, and he immediately wipes his hand on his pants because my hand is so sweaty. It is so fucking embarrassing. I'm. That's sweating. why I don't let you play my guitars. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're in him forever now. You're a yep. part of him. I immediately go. You to were sh- in Paranormal Activity. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I immediately go to shake Katie's hand. She denies me, and she puts her fist up to bump me because she watches the whole sweaty hand ordeal. Fist bumps me. I feel like an asshole. Burp, burp, I walk burp, away. Burp. And to this day, I thought about. We should all three be like, "Hey, you know my friend? Like, look, he, he, look, look. This is the thing. You don't remember, but like, this is fucking him up. Like, I can't believe you didn't shake his fucking hand. Who do you think you are? No, it's Paranormal not even, activity. It has nothing to do with the fact that she didn't shake my hand. It has everything with the fact that I couldn't control myself and be a normal human being to this person. That's not your fault. That happens to everybody. Yeah, that's not a big deal. You weren't being weird. No, it wasn't like a big thing. Your body betrayed you, that's all. Every day. It happens. Every day. Anyway, that was was the worst convention experience I've ever had. Yep. It was still... It's funny as hell to me to this day, but... At that same convention, we'll go ahead and get into this real quick. 
um, was Clive Barker, which was an ordeal. Our first goal was that. We went there. We went right to his line. He was only going to be there for a brief amount of time. Clive Barker was in... He's in a wheelchair at this point. Uh, we get in line, and we are eventually let in. They let these people... They let, like, 10 or 15 people in at a time into this room, this big room. He has his own private room. With and all it, of his... Oh, a lot of art. It, some of it is, like... It ranges from, like, looks like he just did it an hour ago. Like $500 to, good uh, God, ten grand or something? I think the minimum was, like, a $200 one. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a minimum $100 to yeah. get the autograph, wasn't it? Um, it was, like, it was up there. I would say 60 or 70 yeah. I think it might have... It, it might have been 100 I don't know. It that, was so expensive. And I was like, I was going to do it. I didn't care. You know, um, that, that was the main reason we went there. And this yeah. dude. I mean, he had book. He had all his books. Anything he's written. Candyman. He had Blu-ray copies. DVD Blu-ray copies. copies, everything. The whole room was like his own little mini convention. We He finally came out and he was shaking hands and he couldn't get up. You could take a picture with him. Did you take a picture with him? Oh, no. That was that was like 100 bucks. It was like 60 to get an autograph, I think. Okay, yeah. But we were like sneaking pictures of him signing, signing our yeah. stuff. They didn't care about that, I don't think. But it was... This is not... People don't give a shit about this, probably. But it was... Sure they do. It was overwhelmingly like, wow. It was just surreal. It was, to me, you know. Oh, no, it's like a guy who's like massive we're massive fans of clive barker hellraiser nightbreed especially uh Candyman. his books you know he's a legend he's yeah. a legend of yeah. horror yeah he's like a um a more a darker neil gaiman to me and that no that's sense. that's so, a that's a that's a fair example oh yeah we got to shake his hand yeah that, sh- that mean, shake his hand. he was very kind it was amazing yeah he he's super nice uh it was crazy. Yeah. I guess I didn't mean to jump so far ahead, but we were at the Katie Featherston thing, so I went ahead and did Clive Barker. That was an epic um, celebrity meeting for sure. All right, let's move on. So, Andy, okay. uh, what's your you know favorite, uh, like, best and worst meeting celebrity story? Or ones besides the ones you already told, because you were pretty shook up by the Lita Ford and... Well, yeah. well, that was like the, the 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 you know the first time getting into a convention situation, not knowing what it is, which is still by far and away the most awkward one. But my best and worst story are back to back. It happened at the same time, actually. So I don't remember what convention this was. Uh, anyway, this was one year. It was going to be. This was the year that y'all got to meet Elvira. That was the bad hotel year. Uh, it was Tom Atkins and Tom Savini was going to be there. And those were two people on my radar that Ooh, I, that yeah. I had to meet. Um, one was great. One was awful. Can you guess which one is what? So Tom Atkins, I mean, well, let me go with, well, two Tom, a tale of two Toms. So <laughs> Tom, yeah. Sa- Tom Savini is uh, an extremely huge inspiration to me. Uh, just, you know, just from special effects and stuff like that that I've been into since I was a kid, you know, besides like, you know, everybody else, you know, Rick Baker, Rob Oteen, you know, blah, 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 blah. List goes on and on. Fangoria, but he was, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. He was like a huge inspiration to me. You know, I grew up watching his his effects and just being, I own his books, like The Grand Illusions, um, all that shit. 
So I was very excited, you know, sex machine, you know, all this stuff I'm like, this is going to be cool. And I get to go meet him and like, I go there and he's got like his whole table and it's like huge. He's got like half of the, he's got like half of a room and it's like a whole huge banner with like this huge color pictures of this, all the cool shit he's done. And he's just sitting there with like a, a suit jacket on and it's cool. And me and Daniel walk up to the table and I'm like, okay, here I go. I'm like, let's. Professional. Oh, this is VD. How are you today? No, so I walk up to him and I'm like, hey, Mr. Vini, it's an honor to meet you. Blah, 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 blah. He's like, oh, thanks. And he's very just kind of nonchalant. And, and with conventions and with celebrities, there is a general, sometimes you can tell if they're in a good mood or a bad mood, whatever. But like most celebrities I've found are pretty stoked to be there. I mean, more or less, like, well, more than less, uh, just because a lot of people, especially over the past several years, have become very, you know, good with interacting with their fans because they know like that that's what they're there for. That's, that's it how, drives their career. It drives sure. they making them money. If I'm not there, if I don't like you, you ain't doing shit. And these people um, at conventions, they get paid to be there, and then they make sixty dollars an autograph. You know? Yeah, a hundred for a picture. Yeah, like, or so, depend, you know, the bigger ones for sure. But yeah. like, even if you go medium, you know, you're yeah, still I mean, like, making bank. I mean, granted, they have to play. They have to pay like booth rental and shit like that. It's like a. Like they a, do. You know, I yeah. doubt it. No, they do. No, they do. When I was when I worked, um, it's just like a tattoo convention or something like that. Like you, they they charge you money. That's when I was when I went to like uh, B Jordan Lads Handler up in Massachusetts. You, they have to make a certain amount of money and they have to pay a percentage to the hotel to rent that space. It goes to like their agent or whatever, and then they have to pay that. Um, so it's just like anything else. They don't get all that money. Like they have to pay a percentage to be there. And all that stuff. I mean, maybe if you get like bigger people like Doug Bradley or something like that. They How don't do they coerce the people to come into the convention then? I don't like, even know. Why would you? Why would you go to Charlotte, North Carolina? They're still ma- they're getting their flights paid for. They're gonna ha- be taken care of. Yeah, yes. they're getting their rooms and their food, and, like all that shit. They're know, still making of. thousands of fucking dollars, right? Because yeah. they have their own fees, and they're getting they're getting a cut of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but they're not. I mean, but like, and this is in no way. Sorry, they're getting free. They're getting comp to Hickory Taverns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're getting all the chicken the chicken finger tacos that they want, dude. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, sorry. Anyway, that's either here or there. So, you know, I go up and I'm talking to him, and he's very just like, kind of like, meh, oh, okay. And I'm like, kind of pouring myself out to him. I'm like, you know, like I was introduced to your movies when I was like seven years old. Like, this has been an obsession of me. Like, you know, I taught myself how to do special effects makeup, basically from watching like you and Sam Winston, Rob Bottin, Rick Baker, like studying your shit since I was a kid and he was like you know like this this means the world to me and he was like oh okay and was just like I would rather be any I would rather be in a Denny's bathroom shitting into my own hands than be here right now right and I it was you that would moment rather, you would rather are you saying Tom, no, no, Tom he would have rather okay. been yeah and I could feel my, it's like that moment you feel like your heart sinking. And Daniel was right there. Like Daniel was watching it all go down. Yeah. It was not fun. It was very heartbreaking. And I was like, well, 
and he signed this picture and he just signed his name didn't sign to andy to any whatever you know, just, can't, there's can't, no personalization to nothing it. just like a rubber stamp of his name and I get it, like if you've been doing this since like the fucking '80s or what, but it's like, come on, dude, like get the fuck out of here. Just don't but do you, him if it's such dude, a pain. No, the I, the I problem with him was that I would see him later on. If it was a woman, if it was a, a woman, woman oh, he was lit. He was lit up like a fucking candle, man. He was like just flirting and jumping up, talking and shit, and it was very no, obnoxious. I'm just gonna say this, yeah. He, Tom Savini has done some cool things in horror. Fuck that dude, man. No, and I'm no, with you. I'm, I'm with you Fuck on him. that. Yeah, like you're not. Wrong. I'm not like, gonna talk. I'm not gonna talk. Uh, I'm gonna try my best not to talk shit about any uh, anybody else we've met that has sucked. But Tom Savini has consistently sucked. He does the same thing. You could see him. He thinks he's like some big shot celebrity, like the biggest one there. Right. Like he's cream of the crop, but he's like. He only comes alive if he thinks he can look at your tits. Basically. Exactly, exactly, and that's what I found out. I don't know if it was uh, that night from some other people or from just in the next couple of days because I was like pretty bummed out about it. And people were like, yeah, if you're not like just a woman with her boobs essentially just out, he does not give a fuck about you. Like he does not give a shit. And so got a picture taken. It was whatever, and. That's, I mean, his, I mean, that's his he can do what he wants to do but yeah, and, and, yeah, don't expect your fans to be loyal to you after you meet them you know no, and that's the thing is that the world the word has gotten around over the past you know 10 fucking years that he's a shitbag like i love everything that he's done everything that he's done is great that takes nothing away but as a person total fucking shit whistle like fuck you dude like i don't care 100. but anyway so 100 100 Hundred. So two tables beside him was another Tom, Mr. Tom Atkins, Mr. Thomas Atkins, and Sir Thomas Atkins. So I wanted to meet him. He was my stop it, stop it. (laughs) I wanted to meet him, and I didn't know shit out, man. Like the red levels go up. So I didn't know if I wanted to meet him just because I just came off that super disappointing, disheartening, if you will, encounter with the other Tom. And then Daniel was like, just do it, man. It's going to be awesome. I was like, okay. So I go up to Tom Atkins. I'm the fucking, I'm the celebrity hype man. I'm you like, are. just do You're, it, man. You are. And so walk up to Tom Atkins, very <laughs> handsome, this silver fox with the, with the mustache. He's got like so many pictures. He's got his little, his little, uh, little wool fleece uh, vest on, very cozy. He's just there, glasses on. His members only jacket hanging exactly. on the back of his chair. Dude, I, very in, in between smoke breaks, he's just chilling. He's just with a smile on his face. And I walk up to him and I'm like, oh my God, Tom Atkins, like, you know, you're so great. Can I get an autograph? He's like, oh yeah, sure, sure, yay. And very nice. And of course I pick, you know, you know, Night of the Creeps, you know, when he's holding the shotgun. Night and of the Creeps. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite movies. Fucking fantastic movie. Dude, you should have gone with Halloween 3. What are you talking about? Uh, That's the best Tom Atkins movie. Well, well I've got it. I've got a, I've got a, a, a line in for that also story of things uh, I've got, I wanted him to sign. I so, love Halloween 3, but I feel like he is better in Night of the Creeps. Yeah, he's too... It, Halloween 3, it's too easy. It's too easy. It's too, it's too pedestrian at this point. Not to, to take away, like, Halloween 3 is gospel, but come on. Uh, so I get the Night of the Creeps, and he writes Thrill Me on it. He writes to Andy. He personalizes it to me because, you know, it's this is a convention experience. 
And you gotta fucking cater to your fans a little. Exactly. Yeah. And so I'm. Are you taking there, notes, Tom Savini? <laughs> right. There. I know he's at home, like punching himself in the knee. Like I fucked up. What have I been doing with my life? Balls. Yeah. I hate my life. He's in Pittsburgh, just being a dick, not getting hit on by a car on his bicycle. Probably um, getting asked by fucking Quentin Tarantino to do his next gunshot wound. Fucking exactly. special effects. Like I'm gonna shoot myself on for fake on TV. So. I'm sitting there, and if any, a lot of people uh, probably do remember or don't really think about it. He was one of the main. Um, I wasn't gonna say bad guys, but he's he's in the bad guy uh, family of the first Lethal Weapon movie. Um, he was uh, like Roger Murtaugh's friend. He's Amanda Huntsacker's father, the the girl who jumps off the building at the beginning. So there's a, there's a scene, his death scene. A spoiler alert. Uh, for Lethal Weapon, a movie that's been out for like 30 fucking years. Um, he's like drinking uh, a, a carton of eggnog. Shut up. Uh, he's drinking a carton of eggnog and he gets shot through the, the chest by Gary Busey, Mr. Joshua. And it goes through the carton and he dies. He's like, Bleh. and I was like, if I'd have thought about it, and I told him, I was like, if I'd have thought about it, I would have brought like a carton of eggnog for you to sign. And he started laughing a lot. He's like, man, I want to <laughs> sign that. And I was like, that's great. That's so great. And he shook my hand and he stood up and we took like 10 pictures and he was making like these barking noises. It was going like, whoa, yeah. And I was like, that is really great. And so, yeah, that was, he was my a sweet best. guy, man. He was super nice. He is fantastic. If you've ever had the chance to meet him anywhere, I highly recommend it. It's worth it. He is a, a wonderful, beautiful man. Uh-oh. No, he is living it up at these conventions. If you ever watch In Search of Darkness one or two, he's in both on Shutter, the horror movie documentary he, he you know he just he, it seems like he just really loves the fans one two to reminisce over this stuff yep His, he embraces it he embraces it fully and it's fucking really great like it's really really cool to see that why he's still not in something i don't know he needs to be in more shit so not to to keep adding on to my story but so there was one more that uh to, to add on to so i got to meet tim capello one year, who was the saxophone player from Lost Boys, duh. Um, he was there this randomly one year. This was like before his big comeback, before he started like making appearances and doing like conventions and being on people's albums and shit. Um, yeah, this was, was like random, yeah. Yeah, just random. He was like, oh, he's gonna be there. And like Christopher Ott got on board and started making like merch for him and all this shit. Um, that was the year that he came out with the the uh, Chinese to-go boxes with the 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 tape with the original artwork that I still have upstairs. I think Dustin, you got one too. Didn't you? Okay. Um, it has a bag of rice krispies. on it. Yeah. And it says they're maggots, Michael. Um, so it was like the end of the night. It's like the floor closes at like seven and like usually around like six 30, we start making like our last round. See if there's anything, anything else we want to buy before we go upstairs. Um, so we were like making our last rounds and we've met everybody and like blah, 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 blah. And he was there and some, I don't, I think I just hit the fuck it button. I was like, I'm, I just want to meet him. I think this year I was like buying a lot of crap. I was like, I'm just buying, I'm buying this shirt. I'm buying this faces of dead shirt because why not? So I walk up to him and he's like wearing like the same thing that he's been, he was, he wore in Lost Boys. He was wearing like the chains. He was wearing the white beater. He's had his hair back. He had the saxophone, everything. And so I walked up to him and I met him and he is very Jersey accent he's like oh hey what's going on here guy i was like holy fucking shit and you know he starts <laughs> talking and i've never heard this man talk before 
and he's I've selling... just seen him in Tina Turner videos and lost exactly boys. just the Tina Turner's fucking saxophone player, and so he's selling body oil like bottles of body oil that says Sergio Saxi's body oil, and it's got a picture of him like you know from Lost Boys playing the saxophone. It and looks like uh, something he printed off of like Windows ninety five. It does. Like, it it does. It looks like he made that. He made like I made like twenty of these because that's all I had. A friend so made them it, for me as a gag. I I, I got to get rid of this shit. <laughs> I got these from Spence's gifts. You know what I'm saying? And so like the back was like, you know, just a white thing that he signed. And so I think it was like thirty bucks or thirty five bucks. For, like, it was uh, too, too expensive. Yeah, it was too expensive, but the experience. So I bought the bottle and it was full of baby oil. It was just a bottle of baby oil. And he 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 signed the back of it to Andy. I still believe Tim Capello. And I was like, yay. And he told me, he's like, look, if the seal leaks on this thing, if this leaks, just come and find me. So in my mind, I was supposed to, and this thing immediately started leaking. Like immediately when we I got the like dildo. He gave it to you leaking. in a plastic bag. Hey, no, uh, I, no, I, I put it in a past plastic bag that night. Oh, okay, okay. And, um, because it started leaking on the, the hotel table because I was like, oh, shit, this is leaking. And so what he wanted me to do was to walk around the hotel, you know, drunk at like 10 o'clock at night with a bottle of baby oil yelling for Tim Capello to come and solve my problem. Solve Tim! my problem, Tim Capello. Damn! Has Tim! anybody seen Tim Capello? Because my bottles are leaking. We're friends now. He yeah. Me we're we're best friends. He gave me his Slack phone. He gave me his Slack ID. So anyway, like I got a picture with him. And, I'm on um, his Discord. <laughs> like I don't, it's kind of private. And uh, he was super nice. He was super great. And that night, he played uh, on the stage. He played, I still believe, live. And it was really cool. So that was like my to a third box. Yeah, my third best uh, story. Well, it was still awesome. We got to be like right up there. I still believe. <laughs> I mean, that is one of my favorite parts of that movie. Well, yeah, because it's fucking epically fantastic. It's just so fucking weird. I he think you biggest... mean magical? Magical what, is what What about Daniel the big Matthew. chain? That's just in case that the shit pops off and he has to pull it off. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for sticking around and listening to another episode. In two weeks, we will have our final episode on our convention stories. In the meantime, check us out on Twitter, the Video Dread Pod, and on Instagram, the Video Dread Podcast. 